0: Because it's really helped me to see that had those things not happened, we wouldn't have put systems in place to protect us from them happening again. And although it was embarrassing, it was uncomfortable, it was hurtful, it was painful as a human, as a boss, as a woman, as a leader. It's not comfortable for me to even tell you those things happened. We are so freaking strong because of this. From CEO School, it's Windown Down Wednesday. Pour yourself a drink and join us for CEO Happy Hour as we share the messy behind the scenes, straight talk, and real world advice to help you level up in leadership and life. Cheers. I said yes when I should have said no and paid dearly for it. I didn't outline clear expectations and unintentionally sacrificed brand quality because of it. I avoided crucial conversations and swept them under the rug like the people pleaser that I am. And I had unrealistic expectations of myself and others. In fact, this will probably be on my gravestone. Here lies Shannon Monson. She had unrealistic expectations of herself and others. Welcome to Things I Royally Screwed Up in 2020. I have recorded and deleted this episode three times already. I do not want to tell you the things that I royally screwed up in 2020. I also know that it seems entirely too early to be sharing this, but, you know, it's 2020 and the days of only posting reflective things about the year on December 31st have come and gone, right? The rules are there are no rules. And I think this is so important because as I've been journaling and reflecting around the personal and professional growth that I've had this year, which isn't a lot, um, every single one of my greatest lessons, my proudest accomplishments, my biggest self-awareness came from the moments when I really did something that I'm honestly pretty embarrassed of. So I want to have a casual conversation among friends. I hope that you won't judge me too harshly for being human and an imperfect leader. And that as I share some of the things that I screw it up, in 2020, you're able to learn from my mistakes and walk out of this conversation a better leader, a better boss, a better friend, wife, mother, human, um, so that we can all grow in this together. Okay, so let's start with things I royally screwed up. So in 2020, I said yes when I should have said no. And I let um, what I thought could be outweigh all the things in front of my face that were telling me that it probably wouldn't go that way. And so I am like a lot of you a visionary. I live in the clouds. I have all these grand ideas and it's so easy for me to think of the best case scenario. And there's a couple things I jumped into too fast from business partnerships to scaling a product too quickly and I said yes out of this place of all the good things that could happen without fully weighing what could go wrong. And and honestly, not that I think we should be pessimistic and talk about everything that should go wrong, but I didn't do my due diligence to protect myself if things did go wrong. So didn't have contracts in place, didn't have checks and balances in our systems. Um, I trusted without verifying, which is a big lesson I've learned in leadership this year, that people you hire on your team, clients, customers, everybody, you should trust them, but verify. And so there was this instance in particular that happened that um, I honestly was sick to my stomach about. We had a really unhappy customer, which doesn't happen often, but if you run a business, it happens. So I am not alone. Every single business owner has had an unhappy customer. It doesn't matter how phenomenal your product is. And in this instance, this customer gave us the middle finger um, which is just not professional and honestly embarrassed that that's something that happened that she, I'm I'm embarrassed for her, but I'm also embarrassed for us because we didn't put systems in place that stopped that from happening. And in fact, it went a step further because then somebody went on social media and talked about what we should have done and basically called us out for, you know, they had a very one-sided side of the story, but they called us out for all the things that we like really messed up. And, um, it was an awful week. I cried. I, it was just completely torn up. You know, when you put your heart and your soul into creating a product, into a mission, it sucks. Absolutely sucks when things like this happen. And here is the beautiful, beautiful lesson I learned from this. I love this about Sunira. If you guys don't know, her nickname is Sunny um, because she just has such an optimistic personality. <laughs> so there were these times that something really terrible happened. You know, we are being threatened to be sued by a competitor um, this Uh, escalation happened with this client. And every single time, right after I am like in full tears, everything is the worst. We're going to lose everything. Like I'm going to that end of the spectrum. And do you know what she says? She goes, this is so exciting. I'm so excited. I mean, you would think she was a kid on Christmas morning. And I kept saying to her, like, how can you say that right now? How can you feel that way in the moment? And she said to me, these are the things that will forever change how we do business. I'm so glad that it happened, that it happened this bad and in this way because it will never happen again. Because it happened now, early, sooner in the, you know, small scale that it did happen, it will never happen at the next level or when it does, we will be prepared. We will have x, y, z. And I've loved that attitude because it's really helped me to see that had those things not happened, we wouldn't have put systems in place to protect us from them happening again. And although it was embarrassing, it was uncomfortable, it was hurtful, it was painful as a human, as a boss, as a woman, as a leader, it's not comfortable for me to even tell you those things happened. We are so freaking strong because of this. And I actually learned that I am swift to take personal responsibility and solve problems. So from this thing, I royally screwed up. I learned things I also do phenomenally. Like I'm quick to take personal responsibility and say, hey, here was my role in this problem and here's what I'm going to do to ensure it doesn't happen again. That is a skill I've been practicing and really iterating as an entrepreneur. And because I acknowledged my role in it and was able to ensure it never happened again, we are stronger because of it. I'm also now better at handling conflict, which is really cool because it's Honestly, naive, if you are listening, it is naive to believe that you will never be in a scenario as a business owner that you have an unhappy customer or you are getting threatened to be sued or you're actually getting sued. It is something that is going to happen. So it's not a matter of, you know, am I prepared if this happens? It's it's going to happen. Am I prepared? And so When I made these mistakes and said yes when I should have said no, I learned that I am actually swift to take personal responsibility and solve problems so it doesn't happen again. So it turned into this really beautiful lesson and all of the processes in our business that I'm most proud of this year, I can track back to one of those moments where it blew up. So the next thing that I really screwed up, I didn't outline clear expectations and unintentionally sacrificed brand quality. So one of the things that I've really been so grateful to learn this year is our brand is very important to me. And if, you, if you're on our team, you'll know that I will be the one like, nope, that is not the right color. That's That spacing is off. We do not send that word. This is not on brand for us. And I have a very clear definitive style. And it's very important to me that we maintain this. I think it's what sets us apart. It's what's brought all of you here. And yes, Maybe I'm crazy to a fault, but I only learned this and that it was so important to me to protect the integrity of the brand because we honestly hired too quickly and had stuff going out that has our brand name on it, my reputation, our reputation on it. And it wasn't up to par or up to standards by any means. And I was honestly... I caught it and I didn't catch it until weeks after the fact, after an employee had left. And I was embarrassed. I was so embarrassed that something of this low of quality had gone to paying customers, had gone to our community, but sucked, hated that that happened. But because of that, I learned that um, I actually do some of my best work under pressure and often in light of conflict. So when things went really poorly, it allowed me to say, hey, there's actually a missing system in place. We should have a system for the emails that go out. There should be a template for every single thing that goes out. I don't want anybody creating anything net new if it doesn't fit into one of these templates. And it's a way to systemize. It's actually going to be really powerful for us as we grow and now allows our employees and team members to make smart decisions and be empowered to make the right decisions because they now have the tool sets that they need to create, to put content out, to grow the company that wasn't in place before. So when I didn't set clear expectations and things went out that weren't to the quality or standards that we expected, it allowed me to sit back and say, okay, how do we solve for this so it doesn't ever happen again? And set such clear expectations that not only does the problem get solved, but we actually level up. And I am so proud of the level, the quality of everything that goes out right now from CEO school, because we set a high bar, we put systems in play to make it happen. We created templates so everything was easy for our team to do their job and grow the mission and vision as well. And because of that learning experience, I was able to realize that I'm actually Do some of my best work under pressure and often in light of conflict. And that's not a negative thing. It's one of my best traits that I'm able to tap into now when I'm in those moments where, okay, deep breaths, things did not go as planned, but I repeat this to myself. Thank you, Rachel Luna, my personal mindset coach. I acknowledge that I do my best work under pressure and often in light of conflict, and I am about to do my absolute best work. And so that's a tool I have in my toolbox now that helps me in those situations where it really does just feel like things are blowing up. Okay, I'm really not proud of this one, (laughs) but I avoided crucial conversations and played the nice card and swept things under the rug. So this is the first year that I have really started to learn what it takes to grow, manage, um, lead a team. So I have been a solopreneur or a solopreneur with you know a couple of VAs for a long time. Even when I had our wellness studio, I had you know food service employees. It's not exactly the same. Um, I really haven't managed several people until this year, and. I don't like giving bad, negative feedback, and I know I have unrealistic expectations of myself and others, right? And so something that I was um, guilty of doing, especially early in 2020, was just saying, hey, it's not going to work out because of this, or thank you so much, but I think it's going to be better because of this, and not really having the real conversation that's not going to help me grow as a leader and them grow as a human. And I spoke with my sister about this. She is um, a brand manager for a really big company in Atlanta, and she manages a big team. And I said, when you fire someone, you let someone go, do you say, okay, here's performance-based what happened and why? Or do you just say, you know, we're changing the position and moving forward? And of course, there's a lot more Hoops with corporate America and there's a whole process. But one of the things she said to me is she said, it's it's really important to let people know why. And in fact, I was talking to another friend who's on a team and they just let somebody go and they didn't let this person know why. They just said they were reorganizing. And I remember hearing that from the other side, and I thought, I've done that so many times, but it's just not right. It's just not fair if this person isn't doing good work, they're not communicating X, Y, Z, this is going to happen again. Um, And so because I swept things under the rug (laughs) initially, I really learned that it um, it wasn't just impacting them in their next role. It was impacting my ability to have crucial conversations. And that was showing up in every aspect of my life, my personal relationships. I wasn't able to have tough conversations with family. I was just being avoidant um, and using humor, which is another one of my great traits to avoid uh, tough conversations. And I actually remember sitting at, Confidence activated with my friend Rachel Luna, my my mindset coach, who I spoke about. She's been on the podcast before. She hosted. Um, it was really cool this confidence activated event for a reality TV show in Atlanta, and I went along with you know five other guests. We all got COVID tested and had this like little intimate workshop. And there was this moment where she taught us how to have crucial conversations and recognize the story in our head. And I remember sitting there thinking. I don't have crucial conversations with anybody. And that was a huge light bulb moment for me that this was one of the most important skills that I could develop as a leader, not just in my workplace so I can have a stronger team, but in my home so I can have stronger relationships and something that I can teach my children because I want them to be able to stand up for themselves and have crucial conversations. So, from this, I learned I, I started practicing crucial conversations. I practiced them at home. I hired and fired accordingly. And having these crucial conversations has been one of the most monumental changes in not just my business, but my life and being willing to have difficult conversations. And so, I tell you all these things that I. I did royally wrong. I want to tell you, there's lots of things that I did really right too, but my greatest learning lessons came from these moments of embarrassment, shame. Um, Instances I know have happened to every single one of my female entrepreneurs, but I have never seen them share about publicly And I get it because this is probably the most uncomfortable episode I've recorded, but these have been monumental growing experiences for me. And so the lesson and takeaway I want you to have from this, I want you to acknowledge that some of your best lessons are going to come from your lowest moments. Some of your best business processes are going to come from the absolute biggest fires that you think might actually Put out your business for forever. Hopefully it doesn't. But that's going to be those big, crucial, pivotal moments where you decide, working with someone right now, and she said, I just feel so burnt out. I'm so disappointed. I I want to throw in the towel and everything. And I said to her, congratulations. Welcome to a pivotal moment. This is where you get to decide what you've done in the past didn't work. And either you're going to get rid of it, you're going to fix it, you're going to build on it. This is a moment that everything changes. And so I hope by sharing some of these honestly not proudest moments of 2020, you're able to have the takeaways and learn how to be a better leader, that it is Okay, if you do your best work under pressure, some of your best lessons are going to come from some of your lowest moments that you're going to make mistakes. You're not going to be a perfect leader. And taking personal responsibility and being swift to say, I take credit for this role in the problem and I'm going to do XYZ to solve it in the future is going to completely change everything for you. I hope you enjoyed this tuning in. Uh, now that I've spilled all of my dirty secrets, feel free to come send. Me a DM. Tell me about something that you learned on this episode or that was reassuring to hear you're not alone. Um, so I don't feel quite so embarrassed of telling you about all my times as an imperfect leader. And I'll see you on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoy the show. Follow us at CEO School on Instagram for show notes, inspiration, and exclusive behind the scenes that you won't find anywhere else. We also have an absolutely incredible resource for you. It's the seven lessons we learn building million dollar businesses. These are complete game changers and we want to give it to you absolutely free. All you have to do is leave a review of the podcast, why you love the show, screenshot the review and email it to hello at ceoschoolpodcast.com and we'll send it your way.